Radio Pulpit, 6.57 a.m. And so what we're going to do is um, uh, we are going to focus this morning uh, for the next uh, uh, 15 minutes on Genesis chapter 3, uh, verse 1 to 11. And then after that, if you would like to add, if you would like to comment, if you would like to mind us, <laughs> hopefully nobody's going to mind us. Uh, but I, would, I, I will, will give you that opportunity, my family, this morning, uh, just to just so we can have like Bible study. I think that's the best way to go. So Prof will be joining us back next week. He had um, a four-day convention this past weekend. Um, a very, very powerful series that he was dealing with. And it is titled, I'll tell you now, um, it is titled uh, Nations Outreach uh, Retreat. And so the, the teaching there was really just to teach us, you know, how to contend for the nations as children of God, that we are called. Our main calling um, is that we should go out into the world and make disciples of all nations. And so sometimes, you know, not all nations are going to be easy. We know the story of China. We know the story of Hong Kong before the times of uh, your watchman nears. We know uh, the story of Korea uh, before Galena who is that uh, gentleman anyway there's a there's a wonderful pastor in korea um that started the prayer movement you know and the and the home cell sort of model of uh church replication um we know that some nations are not easy but and yet we are called to the nations we are really called to the nations and so he was teaching on that and for that reason um he's taking a break today and so we are going to focus because i think lord genesis chapter 3 is going to help us indeed uh just for us to understand and to be aware you know and to be vigilant um somebody was saying i think emmanuel this morning uh you know the lord will strengthen us and he will help us isaiah 41 verse 10 uh, let's let's not be afraid you know um that uh is asking us to give the very thing that we've been waiting for you know uh we can learn from the example of abraham that uh, when he gave his son the lord was able to send um a rescue plan because because all that was required was for Abraham to obey the Lord. And so sometimes, you know, as we obey the Lord, as we give up, as we lay down and do all these things, the enemy, he's sitting, you know, and uh, clapping hands and saying, oh, congratulations, you know, you're, no, 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 no. The Bible tells us he's like a roaring lion. He's continuously seeking whom he may devour. And so this morning, my family, let's have a look at the word of God uh, from the book of Genesis chapter 3, verse 1 to 11. Next week, Oprof, I really want to ask him before we cross over to discipleship, if we could please uh, look into the issue of idolatry. I think it's such a big uh, conversation that needs to be had. Uh, there's many dimensions to that conversation. All right. Genesis chapter 3, verse 1 to 11. Uh, the man and the woman's sin. I'm reading this morning from the NLT. The serpent was the shrewdest of all the wild animals the Lord had made. One day he asked the woman, Did God really say you must not eat the fruit from any of the trees in the garden? Mm-hmm. Of course we may eat fruit from the trees in the garden, the woman replied. It's only the fruit from the tree in the middle of the garden that we are not allowed to eat. God said, you must not eat it or even touch it. If you do, you will die. You won't die, 
The serpent replied to the woman, God knows that your eyes will be opened as soon as you eat it, and you will be like God, knowing both evil and knowing both good and evil. Verse 6. The woman was convinced. She saw that the tree was beautiful and its fruit looked delicious, and she wanted the wisdom it would give her. Oh. So she took some of the fruit and ate it. Then she gave some to her husband, who was with her, and he ate it too. At that moment, their eyes were opened and they suddenly felt shame at their nakedness. So they sewed fig leaves together to cover themselves. When the cool, of the, when the cool evening breeze were, following, were blowing, the man and his wife heard the Lord walking about in the garden. So they hid from the Lord uh, amongst the trees. Then the Lord God called to the man, where are you? Oh, 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 may the Lord not call us. Where are you? Oh, P, where are you? Oh, he replied, I heard you walking in the garden, so I hid. I was afraid because I was naked. And here's where we are going to focus on this morning, my family. Who told you that you were naked? Who told you? That you were naked, the Lord asked. Have you eaten from the tree whose fruit I commanded you not to eat? The man replies, it was the woman you gave me who gave me the fruit and I ate it. And so where we are going to focus on my family is verse 11 this morning. But just to build up to verse 11 and also just to bring everything into context. During a time of rebuilding, in fact, I think I'm using the issue of rebuilding just to give us context. But otherwise, at any given point, you know, when we receive the instruction of the Lord, the enemy likes attacking the word. I don't know what's wrong with him. You know, he likes attacking the word. The minute you receive a breakthrough and you understand something, you know, and it's like, oh, I've been waiting to understand. I've been seeking and now I understand. It's almost like you are inviting a myriad of attack, you know, because the enemy likes to come and steal the word. So whenever, you know, we we receive the word, we sit in the word, uh, we constantly need to uh, cover ourselves from the lies that the enemy is likely to speak because he doesn't use any other method. He is the father of lies. Satan is the father of lies. And he doesn't use any other method to steal vision, to steal the word to steal direction, to cause... He uses lies to cause all of those things. Imagine when the church is given a project, a, 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 a... Uh, a, a corporate project when the Lord is saying to the church across the nation, guys, raise, rise up and rebuild. He's speaking to the rural uh, Eastern Cape and he's speaking to the cosmopolitan uh, uh, Durban. He's speaking to the peri-urban areas. He's speaking to each and every church. He's, you know, he the, the time is that the church must rise up and, and we've seen, I mean, we've seen evidence that the Lord is now standing on behalf of 
his church, his bride. He is exposing, he is cleaning, he is bringing alignment, he is causing truth to triumph, and he is making a mockery of those who say they are Jews, but they are not, i.e. those who say we believe, but we do. Like, the Lord is doing a work. And you know what? Here's the thing. When the Lord does a work, you know, he's not going to do it to my neighbor. You know, so the Lord is not going to, because he's not an accusing God. He doesn't accuse so by the time he opens your eyes or our eyes to see what he's doing, you know, to our neighbors, he would have done it to us. So that when we see what the Lord is doing next door, we don't look at the next door people and we think, ah, we are better than you. Mm-mm. We need to understand that we too have been saved and we, we are able to walk and stand in righteousness only by grace and grace alone. And so it is very important, my family, that when the Lord speaks and when there is a move of God a couple of weeks earlier, uh, you know, I was just sharing our experience of how when we were driving from Pumalanga, we were just worshiping to the song. There was a move of God. I'm expecting a move. And it was so tangible. There is indeed a move of God. And Osas uh, Mbumi was saying that Utiko, Utiko, this morning, Isaiah 43, do not look at the old things. There is a new thing coming. So there is really a move of God. And during a time when there was, even though the Lord is likely to just raise up one person like a Nehemiah, you know, but everybody else the hearts of the people have to be prepared and so what the enemy does is that he intercepts the word by causing discourse and attacking the unity amongst the brethren and then he uses our own struggles that's why we played that clip from Stephen Furtick to say that God is also the God of your struggles don't allow the enemy to use your limitations your struggles uh, you know your, 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 your brokenness because brokenness is a real thing that the enemy is able to use don't allow him to use your brokenness to limit you from the things that God is supposed to be doing with you in you uh, with you in the season you know uh, if you are called as part of the remnant the people you know that have survived the time of destruction then God is no longer looking at I mean wh- why do we always think that our weaknesses you know are a big thing he died for our weaknesses he died for our iniquity he sent his only one and only one and only begotten son to die for our iniquity maybe let's just quickly go to isaiah 53 because this thing of weaknesses can sometimes stand as a huge impediment you know even after hearing god we insist oh no lord uh, you know like moses oh no lord but i can't speak oh no lord oh no lord oh no lord let's hear what the lord uh, did for us on the cross of calvary um yet it i was Okay, so it's Isaiah 53 verse 4. Yet it was our weaknesses he carried. It was our sorrows that weighed him down. And we thought his troubles were punishment from God. Yay! And a punishment for his own sins. But he was pierced for our rebellion. Crushed for our sins. He was beaten so we could be made whole. He was whipped so we could be healed all of us like ship have strayed away we have left god's path to follow our own yet the lord laid on him the sins of us all so what is it that the lord what is it that we think we have that can surprise god you know 
Bazalwana, God's um, appointment is sure. It is unchanging. And yes, we can't always uh, rely on gifts. I mean, there's a certain degree of integrity that we need to apply. The Lord calls those people that he has called, you know, into offices and and, and places of authority and leader. He calls us to walk circumspectly before him. So you can't just rely on the gift. But Oh, no, no, no. Uh, I'm a prophet or uh, I'm an evangelist. And you know that when you stand before people, the gift will... No, no, no. The, the, the difference between the working of the gift and the anointing is that the anointing is able to break the yoke and the gift is able to convey the message whether the message sticks or not is another issue but when the gift and the anointing come together the message is conveyed the anointing is able to break the yoke and so we can't my family we need to understand that when the Lord works in us he works in us and takes us as we are he is a holistic God he's God the Father the Son and the Holy Spirit there is no shortage of tools and models and ways in which he is able to draw us out of our weaknesses. We can't use our weaknesses as an excuse because if we truly say we are Christian, then our weaknesses were nailed on the cross of Calvary together with Christ. And so sometimes when the Lord has spoken, the enemy will come and he will want to magnify your weaknesses and he tells you, Mm-mm. where were you? You know, he, 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 <laughs> the enemy is really cunning. He will use your weaknesses against you. Uh, but it is important that we understand the truth behind who we are as we stand in the presence of the Lord and as we stand as people that he is able to give instruction to. And so the second thing um, that uh, the enemy does, he attacks unity. Now, I want to come back to Genesis chapter 3. Uh, but before we do that, I just want to take a quick water break. Uh, it's 34 after after 6. If you have any comments, any uh, uh, additions you'd like to share, you know, uh, what your thoughts are about what we're discussing, please feel free to do so. I am going to open up the lines. The lines are actually open. And uh, you can also uh, take um, a, a Send us a voice note on 0826572729. Let's take a quick break. It's good for you as our listener to know about Radio Pulpit's activities. Or do you need advice in an area of your life? Then why don't you log on to www.radiopulpit.co.za. Here you can talk to us, listen to us via live audio streaming. And there is also other reading material for the soul. What are you waiting for? Visit the Radio Pulpit website right now. www.radiopulpit.co.za Radio Pulpit, your daily companion. The search continues for top quality South African Christian music. If you are a new artist or releasing a new CD, then send it to Radio Pulpit. For more information, please visit the Radio Pulpit website. That's www.radiopulpit.co.za Or phone us during office hours. 012-334-1200 Radio Pulpit, your daily companion. Faith, hope and love. Experience victory in your life on 657 AM. 36 after 6 is your time, my family. We are looking at the book of Genesis chapter 3 and we are considering together some of the blind spots that we ought to consider when we have received the word of God and when the instruction of the Lord has gone out. Um, uh, that, that be- Between the uh, instruction of the Lord going out, us receiving it and the implementation, we need to look at those blind spots, you know, and, uh, and, and, and consider together what are some of the things that we need to do. And I mean, if you 
read the book of Nehemiah, you will learn, you know, uh, that uh, Nehemiah, he did not just willy-nilly go and rebuild the wall. The Bible tells us that he went and he scouted and he scouted and then he went to religious leaders and then we learn about Abu San Balak. Um, you know, there's a call coming through. So let's hear uh, what uh, Um Zalane had to say to us this morning and I'm really hoping that, uh, okay, there we go. So um, it has uh, stopped. 012-334-1322. Can we please just focus our comments or our questions or whatever it is on the conversation that we are having right now? So it's all about the conversation that we are having right now. 012-334-1322. Radio Pulpit, good morning. Good morning, Sister and Aninjan. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Amen. 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 Sister and Angela, Umvulele, Hebrews 5, Umfunde from verse 12 to 14. Hebrews 5, from verse 12 to 14. Yeah, Sister and Right. Got it. So, uh, verse 12, uh, Hebrews chapter 5, my family, verse 12 to verse 14. You have been believers so long, now, now that you ought to be teaching others. Instead, you need someone to teach you again, you, the basic things about God's word. You, I because you are like babies who need milk and cannot eat solid food. For someone who lives on milk is still an infant and doesn't know how to do what is right. Solid food is for those who are mature, who through training have the skill to recognize the difference between right and wrong. Yo! Anyway, yes, that out in about. That's right. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Oh, thank you, Lord. 
isono sikwenza ukuthi ubone izinto ezingekho ubone abazonda yesontini nabakuhlebayo babona ugoliyathi thathi ngathi banamandla ibo kungako abuza lapha uNkulunkulu ukuthi ngikhelwe ubani ukuthelwe ilesono Ilesone sibatshele ukuthi bangcuma nami ilesone sinitshela ukuthi sisayanda akangithande isono sitshela izinto ezinegethivi ngabantu sure wow nyabonga sisayanda ah thank you so much tata siyabulela siyabulela bawo no, we really thank God. That That is such a powerful angle, uh, my family. I really would like to hear what is this word doing and uh, your contribution to the conversation that we're having. It's 41 minutes um, after 6. Let me take this call and then we will carry on because I really want to deal with the issue of unity. It's such a... It's such a big thing, you know, when the Lord has spoken to us. 12 Radio Pulpit, good morning. What's up, sir? Mm, Mm-hmm. <laughs> Umoya Utafaba, <laughs> 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 Mm-hmm. <laughs> Umukunu <laughs> <laughs> 
ngezilako uma ufuna ukuba ngumkristo ufuna ukumkristo phela kunokuthi umuntu abe ngumfundisana kwemkristo ufuna izinto uzithanga nhlanje bese zele ukuthi nawo kanobo kozoza oh siyabulela tata siyabulela kakhulu tata umnwamba very powerful uh, uh, thoughts there that uh, you know when we are christians and um when we truly want to grow in the things of God, we must be careful what we do. Uh, walk circumspectly. I think somebody shared that verse a week or two ago. We ought to walk circumspectly before God um, if we truly want to be honorable in the things that God, the Lord has called us to do. Sin causes us to hide from the Lord. Let's come back to Genesis chapter 3, my family. And uh, I continue to take your calls. I just want to share this very last uh, point about... Uh, unity and so corporate unity does uh, corporate unity or when corporate unity is attacked it does not happen corporately it does not start there it starts with one person so is our color like what Adam was saying but it's so no this on the ends and he born in the lale or sister banbanang and tanding a yoga new brother banban and the kokelanga you know it starts with me because what the enemy does he doesn't go to the he doesn't go to the unit he will not go to adam and eve together you know he he will never he always takes the one or the weakest link or whatever i don't know how he chooses his victims but again he will always go to the one person and then he says here we to hey oh hey uba hobeke wati ambani nyo kwaka ay suka Aumbon when bumfundi sufunu kimalien ku kona sasaki wasi ten galogu he sees in your evangelism le why uza ukwaka so he will speak to one person and there's there's a thing Bazalone that we we really need to be careful of when we are in positions of leadership, we really need to put blindfolders. There are certain things that you need to choose not to see, not to know, not to do. You there's a certain degree of what the world calls stupidity that we need to exercise when we are in leadership positions because the more. you know the bible says where words are many sin is not absent so the more you're out there the more you know too much you know this thing of being everywhere oh you can't just eat everything when you're a child of god and when you are going to be a vessel for the lord so we need to we need to really guard ourselves and guard our hearts because the enemy is able to use that charisma that charismatic thing about us you know that thing of being liked by everyone and you are everywhere and everybody likes everything that you do social all these things we need to be very careful i know how painful the the lonely journey of leadership is when you have chosen the 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 road the narrow road the road less traveled i know it can be very painful but it will keep you from many many things and what it also does it insulates us from being targets of the enemy so then what the enemy does he will go to this one person or this one target and he will speak a word he will deposit a lie and then when that lie uh, so what happens is that if you look at the story the story eve receives the word she believes the word and then in between receiving and believing the word she abandons the original instruction this is what happens and it happens without us even thinking we abandon so god says go and build or go and plant a church somewhere you know and then an enemy comes to one of the teammates and he says "Mm mm-mm why would you want to plant a church? I mean, have you seen those people? Remember what the enemy did to Jonah? 
God says, go to Nineveh. And then the enemy says, so, Zagalogutu, now who are you? I mean, who do you think you are to stand before the people of Nineveh? So in believing the enemy, he then abandons the instruction of God. And so this is the cunning way in which the enemy is able to lie and shift us away from the things that God has called us to do. And when one person, one lie takes root, it will definitely have fruit and the problem with the lie my family here's the problem the problem the lies are very 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 cunning and lies do not thrive in places where everybody is standing on their toes and you know when we when we are all guarded in the spirit and we are resting in the lord and we we are just vigilant the lie will never take root but the lie will take root when we are all dependent and we are doing this thing that we do so beautifully of wanting to uh, go with the crowd and be people pleasers you know and be seen to be happy and have people like us and and all these things that we crave after this acceptance that we crave after the lie will never be able to take root and so we need to be very careful you know very very careful that in this beautiful thing that the lord is doing that we are not going to be the ones to go again you know and to bring down the walls that the lord is trying to establish through us and then the other thing that we need to be careful of uh, while we're talking about the lies is that some lies that are operating in our lives, we some of us are operating on the foundation of lies because we have been lied to without knowing. And so we build our lives on a lie. Let me give you an example. There was a time in the church where success was 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 there was a picture of success that says if you are married if you and especially if you marry you know those nice guys from the worship team and you have a car and you have a leadership position then you are successful and then those people those people that sit behind closed doors and they lay their, themselves prostrate before the lord the prophetess annas the ones without titles the ones that nobody knows those people are not prosperous because we have created a certain image of success and so people will push they will kill they will borrow they will they will do anything to get married anything to get a car anything to get a nice house any are you hearing what i'm saying so when the lie infiltrates my family there is ripple effect of what happens when the lie has taken root and so we need to protect the purity of the word when god says get up and build everybody I mean, the apostle needs to protect protect his position to know that he needs to be a, a torchbearer. He needs to go and carve out new ground. The prophet needs to know that now I need to get instruction. Now I need to hear the Lord. The, the evangelist needs to cover, you know, the, 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 the territory by calling out sin for what it is preaching the gospel, bringing in new converts. The teacher needs to sit in the word and say, I will teach the truth. The truth has to take root. The pastor needs to take the brokenhearted and love them and bind those wounds so that there is no area where the enemy will come and use his cunning lies to draw us out of the many seasons of Eden that the Lord is bringing to us in our time. I want to believe my family that indeed we are in a season of Eden and that the enemy is trying to do whatever he can do to 
pull us out of the garden, to pull us out of instruction, to pull us out of this place that the Lord has perfectly designed for us. Do you know that the Bible tells, tells us that the Garden of Eden was guarded by the cherubim. But because the enemy was already thrown down into the earth, this was already his territory. He was able to gain ground. And so this morning, I just want to encourage all of us, my family, let us be wary and let us, uh, you know, uh, 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 I take notice of the things that the enemy is likely to use to hinder the incredible, incredible work uh, that the Lord wants to do in our lives. I need to take a break because we've got a paid ad. Uh, so let's do that. And when we come back, we conclude our message. It's 53 after 6. You and 657 AM and life. A winning team on the road to eternity. It's 54 after 6. That is your time. It's Radio Pulpit, my family. We are preparing uh, to make way for church on the other side of 7 o'clock this morning. If uh, somebody would like to pray for us, literally 30 seconds, I would appreciate that very much. I want to leave us with a message uh, by Paul Jackson. It is the blessing of the Father. You know, my family, one of the reasons why uh, the lies of the enemy are able to infiltrate us is because, you know, many of us have been hurt in 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 many ways some of us you know have like i was saying there are foundations of lies not just in our lives but in generations like let me say let me give an example prof taught us the other day that uh generational curses are not are not a thing you know it's a thing that it's a it's a thing that we've coined just to make ourselves you know relevant or whatever but generational curses are really uh, an issue what we've called generational curses is really just a a a a lie of the enemy that nobody has ever taken authority over um in a bloodline in a family line and so some of us you know we've been told um I remember this one time somebody was giving a testimony, um, you know, or maybe let me put it this way sometimes you will walk into a family and uh you see that yay there's this one person who is now a doctor, but before them nobody's ever graduated, you know um and so what the enemy does, you know, is that he lies and 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 he lies. And he, lies and he breaks you and he causes all sorts of brokenness to happen. And then when the one person or the one generation rises up to say enough is enough, then you see what the, what the Lord is able to do. And so some of the lies that we've built our, 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 our life on, they are generational. They come from uh, time immemorial you know and one of the biggest lie biggest lies that the enemy does is to tell you you are not good enough you know you know you know Bazalane, uh, somebody said to me something very powerful ayanda umdana ongathandwa yokowabo akazuthandwa ngapha yakwegate and so these lies they cause us Bazalane, to be militant you know they cause us ukuthi singakwazuthanda abantwana bethu they cause us ukuthi singakwazuthandana as couples they cause us they, like there's so many lies that people are bleeding from and so this morning it is my prayer that we really be affirmed that we really know that even if you've never heard your own father say to you daughter i love you Son, I am proud of you. 
even if you've never heard anybody say you can do it, even if you've heard people say you can't, there's nothing. And sometimes, you know, when we grow up in these families, you know, that are, 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 are dysfunctional, all we hear is destructive words. We hear destructive words and all we, we continue then to repeat those patterns. So it is my prayer today that when you answer, when you answer the question, who told you that you are naked today, God wants to change the narrative of you. who told you that you are naked who told you that you can't who told you that i will never use you who told you that you are too dirty who told you that all you are worth is to stand in the street and sell your body who told you that that is all you can do with your life Today, my family, I would like us to continue to challenge the many lives. Who told you that the color of your skin will determine how far you will go? Who told you that I cannot do it just because you've never seen it being done? It is my prayer that we continue to challenge the lies that have taken root. And in this time where we are committing ourselves to rebuild that we will allow the Lord to continue to minister words of love and righteousness in our lives. Let me uh, sign out with these words from Paul Jackson when he just gives the affirmation and the blessing of the Father. May the Lord truly love you back into a position of alignment into a position of steadfastness in him so that we can rebuild in unity and in love for the glory of the Lord. Radio Pulpit's Facebook page makes you more a part of the station than ever before. Now you can give your opinion regarding our programs or even contact your favorite presenter. You can get the latest news and existing programs and communicate with other listeners. Come on, let your fingers do the talking on Radio Pulpit's Facebook page. It's interactive and dynamic. Just visit facebook.com forward slash Radio Pulpit. Give your faith wings. Explore life with 657 AM, 657 AM.